DiscerningHearts.com, in cooperation with Madonna House Publications, present Season of Mercy, Lent and Easter, with Servant of God, Catherine DeHuick Doherty. Begin with Desire Lent is a spiritual journey. It has a particular spirit, quite different from any other time of the liturgical year. A spirit that tells you quietly and simply where you are going. To the Passover, the resurrection. You follow Christ across his whole life. You die with him, and you are buried in him, so to speak. This is the beginning of a new and everlasting life, and the death of death. Because Christ died, he made us live. Lent is a time when we face these realities of our faith and live them. Preparation for Lent begins with desire. We exist to desire God. As St. Augustine says, My heart is restless until it rests in thee. In this is the preparation for Lent, touching a desire for God that is deep down in the heart. Desire is like a flame. It starts small, and it grows. Lent should fan our desire for God into a bonfire. The incarnation has taken place. Christ was born in Bethlehem. He was a carpenter in Nazareth, where things were quiet before he began his public life. Then the megaphone of centuries brings to us his words. Some are powerful, at moments terrible, unless you leave father and mother. And at the next moment, compassionate and gentle. Has no one condemned you? Neither will I. Christ grows into his fullness in the three years of his preaching, right before our eyes. In Lent, we approach a threshold where this preaching will make way for pain and surrender. We approach a reality that he has enunciated to us that we usually take lightly. Greater love has no man than he lays down his life for his brother. We are going to enter the moment in which our brother, Jesus Christ, has laid down his life for you and me and every human being who has ever lived in this world for he is brother to everyone. Each one of us can enter into his own heart and look for that desire for God. It might be a little flame, barely visible, or it might already be a bonfire in us. Be that as it may, we are going to see how God loved us. This is what Lent is all about. Like Zacchaeus, Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 10. We are going to climb a big tree of faith so as to watch that no word of those last weeks of Christ's life passes in one ear and out the other. His every act, his every word must be enclosed in our desire. For if we are to fulfill our desire to see him when the door of death opens, and even before, for the kingdom of God begins now, we have to imitate him who we are going to look at. This will require that we empty ourselves of many things, since the kind of fiery desire we must have takes a lot of space. It is not just a little kindling that we are going to ignite, but a huge dry wood. 
We must desire to empty every corner of ourselves of everything but this person called Jesus Christ, God and man, who died and resurrected so that we might see the face of his Father and meet the triune God, the goal of all who have been born. How does one get this great desire? The answer is always the same. Prayer, fasting, and mortification. But prayer can be very simple. God, I believe. Help my unbelief. In that prayer, God will send faith, and faith is the match that kindles desire. I am the way, says Christ. We must walk that way, believing and desiring him. Desire at one point becomes belief. Faith is reached by desire, and even in maturity, desire makes faith grow. He who desires God already possesses him. The way to desire is to enter into Lent, to begin fasting not only from food, but from whatever leads us to run away from the new life God offers. And in his strength alone, that we are going to make this forthcoming Lent a time of deep and thorough cleansing, a kenosis. It is in him and through him that we will put our house in order so that we might grow forth from it to put his order into the world. Above all, We must be open to the gifts of God, to the charity, the love with which the Father loves each of us, men, women, youth and children, old and young, everyone. This charity, this love that has been made manifest by Christ. The Father desires, and so does the Son, that their love be expressed through the life of a Christian, a life of love. For charity alone can establish the kingdom of God. The whole of us, our body, our mind, soul, heart, emotions, should be marshaled toward that goal. We have to prepare ourselves. Let Lent be a gathering of our energies, a total engagement in a love that fully recognizes the love of the Father and the Son and loves them back, and proves love daily and totally by loving our neighbor right in our own house. If we want to love our neighbor, we help him to carry his cross. But we cannot do that until we are willing to carry our own. The cry of our miseries and of our dependence on God blends with our confidence, love, and faith in him. For we know, we are sure, that we will never be let down if we really trust in him. Christ says, My grace is enough. My love is enough. We may ask ourselves, How can I love and desire someone I do not know? How can I incarnate Christ's words, Seek ye the kingdom of God and its righteousness, when I have no idea what the kingdom of God is? Or, if I have any idea, it is a very puny one. The impact of his words, when we ponder them, is so strong for us that we block them. Now, 
Why should I seek the kingdom of God first? Why shouldn't I seek self-fulfillment, money, comfort, security? We block his kingdom. We forget it and immerse ourselves in our busyness, our daily preoccupations. They are a kind of solace for us, as if by this busyness we would, in some sort of way, make it easier for ourselves to at least half forget what Christ said. But this forgetfulness so often leads us into deeper failures and even into sin. And lo and behold, our lives become old again, instead of being renewed by Christ. We can be just plain selfish. And if you are selfish, what happens? You concentrate on yourself, and life can become awfully dull. You may not know it, but you have spiritual arthritis before you have arthritis in your knees. Instead of the newness of God and his victory over death, his victory of love over hate. We live as if Christ never came. We who know him, we live as if we did not. And to me, that is the greatest sadness. I pray to God night and day. It is like a passion in me. All my desire is that people should know him because once they know him, they will never let him go. And you find him in a very simple way. You can find him in books. You can find him in all kinds of things. But the simplest way is this. Stillness of body. Stillness of heart. Stillness of mind. And one thought. Lord, come. And you wait. The wings of your intellect are folded. Your heart is wide open. You wait. And suddenly, when you least expect it, he is there. Now you have met because he met you. People talk about the pilgrimage to the absolute. The strange thing about the absolute is that he meets you halfway. But you have to have faith, the faith you acquired in baptism. Let us remember that Christ has come. Christ loves us. Christ has saved us. You've been listening to an excerpt from Servant of God, Catherine DeHuick Doherty's Season of Mercy, Lent and Easter. This is a production of Discerning Hearts in cooperation with Madonna House Publications. For more episodes in this series, visit discerninghearts.com or you can find it in our free Discerning Hearts app or on many streaming platforms. Discerning Hearts is a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to evangelization and spiritual formation through the use of new media. To learn how you can support our mission, visit discerninghearts.com. <laughs>